Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. If I can make a living from walking in the woods, you can bet I'd be sitting pretty good. I'm kind of uh, the off-camera guy today. The voice from beyond. Yeah, the, the one that will be off off the air. On the air, but off the air. It's all right. This is fun stuff. <laughs> it was a lot funnier just a few minutes ago. A few minutes in there trying to get ready. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Tony. How are you this morning? I am good. Live radio. Always, always interesting. <laughs> always. Never a dull moment. Never. Uh, we're having a good time. Good time. All right. We're going to have fun today. And um, we're going to have a conversation about some turkey. And I bet, if my Facebook following was correct, we may even talk a little bit of pheasants and quail. It'd be a good time. How are you guys this morning? We're as good as we can be. Go ahead. You can talk. Good. As long as you don't use any of the, the really ugly words, which you're a nice young man, you won't do. Why don't you introduce yourself? I'm Mason Bates. And I'm, I'm sorry. Or, and I'm Don Osi. All right, come on, come on, Grandpa. Don't step on. Don't step on the star. My bad. <laughs> and uh, we do have Don Osi in from the Cherokee chapter of the National Wild Turkey Federation. Their banquet's coming up on March second, so it's coming up very quickly. And Mason Bates is his grandson who came in last year and uh, fell in love with radio. And so he's back. We we were just talking right before you guys got here, and I'm like, I wonder if Mason will be here today. Uh, yeah, he will. <laughs> yeah, it'd be tough to come without him. So, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, before we get into turkey, you just came back from, where was it? Which state did you go hunting in? Kansas. Kansas. Got talking to the microphone now. So, how was that? It was the best time of my life. Did you wear long pants? Yeah. Okay, had just checking. Uh, what well, kind of hat? Well, I would say you kind of have to today, but you're wearing short pants today. What, what's up with that? <laughs> there you go. Talk, talk so, into the mic. So, talk. Tell, tell me about hunting. Were you hunting pheasants or quail or both or what? Um, we kind of did both at the same time, but we were going more for pheasants than quail. So, what was it like hunting pheasants? It was like unbelievable how different they were from quail, and I've been hunting quail all my life, so. It was just way different. Hey, all right. your life. All right, yeah, let's question. Def- let's define your life. How, yeah, how, how old are you? Ten. Okay. All right. Just checking. Because, you know, when, when I say it, it has a little bit more impact. And when your grandpa says it, does that make sense? Can you do math this early in the morning? Okay, Probably never mind. Not. All my life. That's awesome. So uh, did you, did you have fun? That's all I want to know. Yes, sir. It was way cool. Yes. See, for years I've told people that if I can only do one thing, I'm going to hunt uh, upland birds, pheasant, quail, things like that. I could care less about the rest of it. I just I love it that much. So I was so happy to see you out there, and 
I saw the picture on Facebook of your first pheasant. That was pretty cool. Yes, sir. So what kind of gun did you take with you? Um, an eight Rossi 870. Okay. Remington. 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 Very nice. I like the 870. That's what I have. Yeah, he started shooting with a single-shot Rossi, and then last year we um, we moved up to a Remington 870, a youth gun, and he's, he did great with it. Good deal. Good deal. The um, Just to uh, give you something to shoot for, okay? When I was about your age, I was hunting with a single shot. I didn't ever get a pump gun, but I worked all summer to buy my first gun myself, and it was a Remington 1100 semi-automatic because I wanted to be able to hunt like the, the, the men. And I worked all year saving my money. Now, this doesn't sound like much to you. $275 wow. in 1975 was a lot of money. And I remember walking into that store. Don, you'll appreciate this. Service merchandise. Yes. And, and, and mm-hmm. pulling out the cash in, I think it was $10 bills. Wow. I had $300 in cash. And, uh, of course, my dad had to get the gun because I wasn't old enough. But uh, we went in there, and I, I bought that gun. You still have it? I, absolutely. I'll never, no I may get rid it. of a lot of things, but right. that one will never go. Absolutely. And I still use it. I actually, uh, I guess a couple of years ago, I actually took it out hunting and, and you, uh, used it. You brought it crane hunting one year. I did bring it crane hunting one year. Yeah. Sure did. Wow. So, yeah, it's there's been a lot of other guns since then, but that one's still that one's still my favorite. That's good stuff. So, Don, it's turkey time. It is. It is. It's gotten here quick. Uh, we've had a great uh, year leading up to it. The, the bird hunting has been incredible. We've gone on a couple trips to Kansas, and um, we were up on the leash yesterday, and I took a guy up there. We're actually going to leave here this morning and go rabbit hunt. So we're going to try that one with uh, David Elliott, but... Um, we saw turkeys in several of the fields, and um, he couldn't believe there was that many birds up there. And uh, it's just going to be a good time. We're looking forward to it. Give everybody the particulars on how they can get tickets and things like that. Okay. The banquet's March 2nd. Doors open at 530. The simplest thing to do is to go to NWTF Events. We have it on the website where you can just pull it up. Uh, you can pay for your tickets online. Uh, this year, like we've done in years past, if you sign up uh, between now and the week before this, uh, the banquet, uh, you go into a raffle for a membership gun. Uh, if you have trouble with the Internet, I wouldn't think that you would, but if you did, you can call me direct at 423-595-4168, or truthfully, you can just get your tickets at the door. Uh, now, you're not guaranteed uh, a seat. Uh, in in times past, we've you know booked out, uh, but you know we try to get everybody in there we can. So, ought to be a good time. The people at Chester Frost are very friendly to us. Allow us to go up into the round pavilion up there, and and it ought to be a good time. And again, that is March second. So that's what three weeks away. About three weeks. Wow. You ready? Yeah. I'm ready. We're ready. In fact, we're probably a little more ready than we've been. We've picked up a couple uh, younger guys that, uh, you know, are as eager as we were 20-something years ago. So that's been uh, 
uh, a breath of fresh air, uh, getting those guys involved and just seeing their excitement and, you know, reminding most of us of how we were 20, 30 years ago. So that's, that's good for us. You going to be there? Yes, sir. Now, if, if you are a youth, you would be crazy to miss this one. Uh, no doubt. Does any, does any kid ever leave there without something in their hand? Hadn't happened in uh, nine years. We've gotten affiliated with Sportsman's Warehouse, and um, Carl and Tyler and the guys over there are just great. And um, there has not been a kid since we started that walked out of there with anything or nothing. That's awesome. Not once. That's awesome. Not one time. And and um, you're not only going to get a door prize, but you're going to get a free membership, Jake's membership to NWTF, plus you're going to get a free meal. So uh, we we decided nine years ago that we were going to cover the kids, and uh, we've had a lot of success with that and a lot of stories um, you know, down the road of, of kids that started there. The one guy uh, that was at my house um Thursday evening for three hours was coming to our banquets as a Jake. Uh, his dad was bringing him. And now he, um, he's he been to the University of Alabama for the last four years. The last two years they were the number one college chapter in the country. And he's back home and just wanting to get involved. So That's it was, awesome. It That's was great. phenomenal hearing the successes that they've had. And it's great to know that, you know, that started uh, – you know, through our chapter and right there at that banquet. So the whole purpose that, you know, he's here with me today is um, I started taking his dad hunting. Uh, then his dad married my daughter, and then along came Mason. So hopefully we can instill the same values in him and get him understanding that you've got to put back more than you take. And I think that's the key. And, you know, uh, and we'll get into some other things. I remember when I guess I first started coming around the, your your chapter years ago, and I remember talking to uh, to Mr. Arthur and him telling me about hunting all day yes. just to hear a turkey, yes. much less get one. Yes. And, and that kind of led me into watching the Facebook forums and how pissy people get if they don't kill a turkey. Right. Uh, and just how far it's changed. And then this morning, I, I was telling Rob last week, Rob... Um, has has gotten gotten into that upland waterfowl actually more. Yes. I mean, he's really gotten into that, and we were talking, and, and I was telling him about a show that I discovered. The only time I see it is when I'm getting ready to come do the radio show. Mm-hmm. It comes on at uh, three thirty in the morning on the Outdoor Channel, and it's called The Fowl Life. Yes, and uh, and w- I was watching that this morning, and they were actually in South Dakota, and but the thing that was kind of interesting, I thought. They were they were at kind of the breeding grounds for the ducks and the geese up there. And the guy was talking. He goes, I remember when I was a kid, uh, you had one permit for one goose, and that's all you had. Wow. And, and for one Canadian goose. And this was in South Dakota. And then so he was talking about that. And then they started talking about the waterfowl stamp that you have to have when you hunt. Yes. $930 million dollars. That is raised for waterfowl conservation. Think Imagine about that. that. Nine hundred and thirty. Now, I get a little ticked when I start talking to people about funding of wildlife and 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 how it's paid for. Yes. 
when when people think that their tax dollars pay for it. No, right. No, it's the sportsmen that step Absolutely. up and pay for it. Absolutely. But when you think about that, nine hundred and thirty million dollars, um, and I think that's just the money that's hit the ground, not the money that's been raised to the, the stamp. Yeah, then go back and look at the Pittman-Robertson Act and what they enacted there and, and how a tax is put on your guns, your ammunition, your camouflage. That's what funds it. And, yes. And for people to think that, you know, it just happens, it doesn't happen. It's been sportsmen that have helped uh, the wildlife to get to the populations they're at today. And if you were to pull up uh, the, um, I think it's the Safari Club International, they they do an incredible job of, of um, there was a flyer they had a year or two ago that showed all of the uh, species: the pronghorn, the whitetail, the elk, bison, waterfowl. All these things that have been at a certain level of uh, population level, and that they've doubled, tripled, quadrupled. The numbers are incredible, and every bit of that is through sportsmen. It goes back to what we've said a long time: you just want to put back more than you take, and. And I think with the sportsmen in the outdoor industry, that's uh, about as good a case as you can make. You're not kidding. No doubt. And, uh, and I think the wild turkey is also a prime example of that, when you, especially when you look in Tennessee. Uh, if you go back and look, 1984, I mean, it's, it's well documented. Um, there was an estimated 30,000 birds in the state. 1984. You know, that's that's just not that far back. And how, um, many, how many did we kill last year, Rob? Do you remember? About thirty-six thousand. Yeah, somewhere in the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's been in the thirties for like the last twelve years, and they estimate today we're sitting somewhere between two hundred seventy-five and three hundred thousand birds. Wow. All right, we're going to go. We're going to go pay our first bill of the morning. That you're listening to Tony Sanders Outdoors to be part of the show. Give us a call four two three. Two six seven one zero two three four two three two six seven one zero two three. I'm on a first name basis at the tackle shop. I got a charge account running up nonstop. They ought to give me my old parking spot. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from five to seven a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads remote broadcast for product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Spring will soon be here, and you know what that means, grilling and barbecue. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop, 648 Dixon Pike. Don has steaks such as T-bone, porterhouse, ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roasts, or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give them a call at 423-842-1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com, and be sure to like them on Facebook. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Got a lot of people in the house. You have Don Osi from the Cherokee chapter of the National Wild Turkey Federation. Mason Bates, hunting extraordinaire. The trout professor himself. Here. 
And me. Present. Off camera today. Off in the corner. Off in the corner. <laughs> hey, uh, tell everybody about the Out and About with Trout this morning. We are going to be out at Lake Junior this morning. There's going to be a lot of fun. We've got some water, some Diet Cokes, some other Cokes iced down, ready to go. So if you want to... Have you got hot stuff? Because I don't know if you checked, but the weather's kind of turned off a little nippy. <laughs> yeah. Just a tad. I, you just, know, last week, <laughs> like, what, two 80? days ago, it was 75, right. 80. It was 80. 80. It was 80. And today it's going to be maybe 40. <laughs> maybe. And there's a good stiff wind this morning, So, but we will have uh, we might have a few hot beverages. But we've got a lot of things out there. We've got a lot of great handouts, information on trout fishing everywhere, information on trout unlimited Uh you, we've got applications if you want to join Trout Unlimited. We're going to have uh, information about our meetings, when we have them, and speakers and stuff like that. So come on out. We may have some giveaways for the kids. I think we've got some hooks coming and some possibly some power bait or some sort of bait. So stop by our tent up there, say hey to us, say hello to the Trout Professor, and possibly a state commissioner for the uh, TWRA. He'll, he'll be there. He'll who be will there. be there. So. Wow. He's going to go home and put a jacket on. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Why? It was it was 80 degrees the other day, L- literally. Yeah, took, that was I, the other day. I took Gunner out this morning, and I'm finally said, dude, you got to hurry. <laughs> right, right. I, I'm not dressed for this. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he was dressed for this with his fur coat either. Oh, no. It, it was, man, it, was, it, it wasn't the cold, but, man, that wind was howling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and guess what I'm doing this morning out there as a demo? Fly casting? No. Fly fishing? No. Fly tying. Flying tying. Yeah, I'm going to try and take feathers <laughs> and thread and get it to stick to a hook and 20 mile an hour sustained wind. So hey, that ought I, to be interesting. I got a question for you. Um, you mentioned you use cat fur to tie. Yes. Cat, beaver, possum. Dog. I've used Labrador before. Well, it was, the, and the reason I ask is, is I was talking to somebody after, you know, we had to, we gunner's undercoat mm-hmm. got matted and so we we kind of took it down pretty close and somebody said did you save any of that for rob to fl- tie flies and i got to thinking the undercoat would probably be better than the outer coat yes uh for that oh yeah oh yeah we make dubbing uh that's what when you use fur it's called dubbing so whenever we make dubbing we make dubbing out of pretty much any land animal a lot of your other animals uh muskrats uh beaver uh, possum, goat. We used to be, a long time ago, we used to, well, in, in, in other countries, we could use seal. Uh, we used bear fur, elk fur, elk fur, list me, elk hair, moose hair. I've got a half of a pronghorn in a box that I tie off of. Uh, it just depends on what you're doing. Lint out of the dryer works great. No, I'm, wow. dead, I'm dead serious. You know the lint that you throw out? Mm-hmm. If you wash a white load, man, I save some of that every now and again. And, you know, I've got nice creamy white dubbing works fine it's cotton if you think about it it's just cotton dust and that's basically what we're doing is we're putting cotton dust on a does it hold together on the hook in the water yeah it does well once you get enough on there because our thread is waxed and it adheres to the thread so interesting and speaking of tying one other thing i got to meet bob clouser down in atlanta the other day which was ultimately cool for me i know you may not know who that is but uh, bob clouser came up with all these innovative flies he's a big Susquehanna smallmouth fisherman. He came up with the Clouser minnow, uh, all kinds of flies. I mean, flies that people 
buy have bought for you know 25 30 years and he designed these flies way back in the 60s and 70s and i so got to meet he him. is the he is the rock star of fly tying he is probably one of the rock stars of fly tying kind of left like lefty cray was the rock star of fly fishing correct so i got to meet him and he, he was just the nicest guy just took time and chatted and just super nice awesome mm-hmm. don talk a little bit about for people what the Cherokee chapter does in the area. You know, I, I was thinking as I was thinking about you coming on the show this week, we talk about the banquets and we talk, but we very rarely talk about what the chapters do. Sure. And and I think that's, you know, doing a disservice. I know you'll be down at the, uh, the Ducks Unlimited thing, which is probably one of the best things of pulling all the different organizations yes. together yes. that we've seen in a long time. Uh, probably the last time I remember was, and you'll remember this because you're very instrumental. The the wild game day that we did up at um, Highland for a few years, yes, uh, kind of did the same thing. It brought in all the different right. groups. But this thing that they're doing down in uh, at Covey Creek Farms is amazing. But tell people what the chapter does. It's not just about hunting. No, no, it's not. Um, in in fact, the the hunting is the the bonus. Um, or, or the reward for the efforts. Our chapter was started in 1986. Uh, the Cherokee, or uh, let me back up, the National Wild Turkey Federation was started in 1972. And, and basically there was a group of guys that got together and they were trying to create uh, more opportunity, more habitat for the wild turkey. I mean, that's just the gist of it. Uh, the, the birds were on a limited... Um, they weren't endangered by no means, but there just wasn't a lot of them. Again, 80, 1984, there was 30,000 in the state of Tennessee. Today, there's over 250,000. And our chapter, um, we raise money. Uh, the money that we raise goes to the National Wild Turkey Federation. It goes into what they call a super fund. And then we have different uh, corporations and businesses that uh, help uh, build that. And then those monies are... Uh, sent out each year we have to fill out a sheet and we go to places like prentice cooper or predominantly the cherokee national forest which is where we got our name when we were started back in the 80s by jim arthur and mike halter and a handful of other guys they predominantly hunted on the cherokee which is the reason that we where we got our name so we try to raise money to basically enhance habitat do controlled burns uh, we were very instrumental for probably 20 years in doing um, uh, catch and release, if you will, uh, where they would go into these farms and trap the birds and then relocate them. Uh, in 19, I believe it was 88, up on Mont Lake, uh, right beside our lease uh, on a property that was owned by a gentleman named Coke Bowman, they put out two toms and 14 hens. And that that one group of birds has pretty much populated all along that Cumberland pla- uh, Plateau up there. So uh, we're not doing a lot of restocking now because uh, every county in the state of Tennessee is populated. They are doing what they call selective, um, you know, settings uh, where uh, there was a couple counties out in West Tennessee where the population started dropping, so they refurbished that. Uh, but then we try to um, 
you know, through our Jake's days, try to introduce kids to hunting or fishing. Uh, right after turkey season, we'll be going up to Chill Howie Lake for a kid's fishing day. There'll be a couple hundred kids up there. The TWRA stocks Chill Howie Lake with approximately 300 pounds of trout, and every kid's catching a fish. And a lot of these kids have never fished in their life. I mean, they, they don't have the first clue. So there's somebody there showing them how to cast and how to set the hook and uh, it's just a great time to introduce people to the outdoors, whether it be a kid or a grown-up. Uh, so, you know, basically in a nutshell, we try to enhance habitat for wildlife, and then we try to introduce people to the sport, whether whether it be not just turkey hunting, but any kind uh, of outdoor hunting or fishing. Uh, we're going uh, rabbit hunting today, and there'll be a, a gentleman and his son. They've never been. They don't have the first clue, so we're going to try to in- introduce them to that. Now, we haven't talked much about this, but you know a little bit about turkey hunting yourself. A little bit, yes. You have uh, always get, you have the world slam. Yes, sir. Uh, not many people have. I don't. Do you know how many people in total have the world yeah, slam? Yeah, we checked. Uh, I was asked the question the other day, and, uh, in fact, I was talking to the outfitter in Kansas, and when we checked the other day, we counted 227 that's recorded. When I shot mine, when I completed mine in 2011, I was number 189 that had registered for a, a World Slam. So That's you got pretty the, cool. You got the Grand, the Royal, and the World. So what's the Grand? The Grand is the four turkeys here in the 48 states. And, uh, well, actually, and, 49. And I want you to know, I'm, I, I hang on to the fact that you said I've killed the hardest one. Yes, the you have. The Eastern, hands so. down. I, I, that makes me feel good. You that can means get I them can, all. I can get the others. Absolutely. Yep. So the Grand Slam consists of the Eastern, which is what we have here in Tennessee. You have the Rio Grande, which is out in the the Southwest region. You have the Merriams, which is up in the Dakotas, Nebraska, Montana, Colorado areas, and then down uh, just south of Florida, you have the Osceola. To get the Royal Slam, you've got to go to Durango, Mexico, up in the Sierra Madres, and shoot the Gould. And then to get the World Slam, you've got to go to Central America, down around Honduras, Campeche, uh, places like that, to get the Oscillated. Which which was your last? I did mine backwards. I actually did the Gould. Uh, at, that was the last bird to complete my slam. Pretty cool. That is ultimately. So how many of the slam have you got, young man? One. The Eastern? Yes, sir. That's a good deal. That's a good start. He's got a start. It's the hardest. I don't feel so bad now. Uh, We're right. We've got the toughest one out of the way. I can go home to Texas and get me a Rio. There you go. All right. We're going to go pay a bill. You want to be part of the show, give us a call. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Beatty's. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, 
Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Beatty's for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer. 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hanging out this Saturday morning, talking a little turkey. You haven't done your turkey calling yet. No, not yet. Why not? <clears throat> I've been a little sinusy, but I'll, I'll give it a shot here in just a second. <laughs> well, <laughs> There, there it is. is. There we go. I mean, uh, who was it? Preston uh, Pittman? Preston Pittman. You know, he was actually impressed with your ability to do that, and that's saying a lot. That's one of my my one talent, and that's pretty much it. I've get, I'm done. <laughs> it took Preston a shot of whiskey to be able to do that. He'd gargle with it. Well, I've got Diet Coke. I don't there know that go. that would really work out this well this morning. I'd practice on it first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whiskey might get you. Um, yeah, get turkey, you turkey, turkey, come on over here. <laughs> come here, turkey. You yeah. know you want to. <laughs> I didn't like you anyway. That's that's how I would sound. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, it's it is it's all good. Uh, there's other things happening in the outdoors, right? Right. Uh, Chattanooga Crappie Club is going out of Chester Frost this morning. They have a tournament going out. I'm check that. It's going out tomorrow, February 10th. Sorry. Tomorrow. Uh, it is open to the public, and if you want to fish crappie or learn about crappie fishing, head on out to Chester Frost and see the guys with the Chattanooga Turkey Chattanooga Turkey Club. Chattanooga <laughs> Crappie Club. I swear I'm going to get this right one of these days. And we're going to be out at Silverdale Baptist Wild Game Dinner tonight. When I go slow, it goes much better. I, I'm sorry. i got to stop him. Yeah. I don't know if you were. No, you weren't. You were out. Two out weeks in, in a row. He he struggled with. He called them Wild Baptists for. <laughs> <laughs> and But that was almost as funny as the muzzle loader or. or I kept saying loader muzzle. Loader muzzle. Loader muzzle. Loader, loader muzzle season. And I could not say muzzle loader. Now that the season's over, not right. a problem. But during muzzle loader season, it was loader muzzle. Wow. And apparently there's a whole bunch of wild Baptists out at Silverdale, and I did apologize. So <laughs> that's going on tonight. You're going to see Tony and I out there at Silverdale Baptist. You, do you go wild. out there? I've been out there. I don't know that we'll go this evening. Again, we're into, we're into basketball season, and it just depends on what time they play. And I've promised the wife that if we're allowed to get on the show this morning and rabbit hunt that this afternoon's hers, so I don't know what that'll entail. <laughs> Putting in credit. Yeah, I, I, I can get by with that. There's no way she's listening this morning. Uh, so. No, 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 but uh, probably young young Mr. Bates' mother is. Yes, yeah. So, hey, Beaverman. 
Probably not. Good morning, gentlemen. How are Rob, you? How are y'all? Good. Doing well. Um, the uh, young man there, Don, is that your grandson? Yes, sir. And he was there with you last year when you were on the air? Yes, sir. Young man, do you do you remember our discussion about flatulence while you're hunting? <laughs> Not really, no, and, sir. And about why, why one should be very careful? <laughs> no, sir. Farting outdoors? <laughs> because, you know, a, a bear can smell that fart a mile away. And and a deer, a deer can hear that fart a mile away. But a turkey can see that fart. <laughs> so you not you got to be careful. Yes, sir. We had a couple episodes while we were in uh, Kansas with gentlemen who were uh, uh, just. It was almost like beads, you know. Everything it just a little bit of succession there, where there wasn't just one. It was just a, as you go along, as you were walking, it just kind of. A little bit of a tune for some of the guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't think pheasants are as susceptible to human functions, are they? Except missing. Sure, sure. I've certainly done that. Hey, um, Don, did, did you you get my my book of face message there about I, the feathers? I did. I got you a bag of them. Oh, you're great. Now I just need somebody to teach me how to use them. Well, we can find you somebody. There may be somebody close by. Could be. He works cheap, too. Bag of jerky and a cup of coffee. And more Prilosec after that, because coffee and jerky, when that gets down there, it just doesn't work out. And then we have the whole problem with the flatulence again. So we're back to that. <laughs> There's no doubt he works cheap, Beaver Man. I mean, he works, he works with me on the show. Yeah. Very good. He, but, he, um, he pays well, me to be awesome. here. That would be awesome. I'm going to try to round up a few grand youngins for the turkey show here in a few weeks. Man, we'd love to have you. My, my grandson Parker, last time, he, he was on his knife kick, and we ended up spending um, a dollar or two at the silent auction. And then he, he was over there blocking it like a linebacker. <laughs> he, he found one thing that he wanted, and by gosh, he said, well, so, somebody, somebody else put their name down. And so he went over there and put it down. And then, then he was blocking it. He, he wasn't going to let anybody else near that piece of paper. Yeah, there was a couple kids doing that last year, and there was actually a, an elderly woman. Um, you know, they had one of those women gifts there, and um, she told one of the guys, she said, I'm buying that. And he said, well, that's fine. Well, he went to put, you know, a number down below hers, and, and she stopped him. She said, no, I'm buying that. And he said, well, I, I Okay, but I'm I'm going to try to bid on it. She said, "No, you're not bidding on it. I'm buying it." <laughs> so he said, "Let her buy it." You know, <laughs> that's where you just slowly back up. Absolutely, yep. yeah. Not so, make eye contact and walk away. That's right. Yeah, it, it makes great conversation, but there's no sense in arguing it. <laughs> yeah, that, that you ain't gonna win that. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Stare down, back up slowly, keep going. But we've we've got you plenty of uh, not only tails, but I was able to to get a couple capes as well, and and you ought to have enough for for quite some time. Well, good deal. My uh, my next match method is to thing is to to get a handy dandy kit to store materials like Rob has, because apparently my wife's tired of seeing it piled up on top of the kitchen counter. Imagine that. <laughs> so that's great. Well. Um, Y'all, uh, y'all have a good, and I'm uh, probably not going to be able to make it out to your fly tying event in the wind mm-hmm. uh, today. The um, I, I'd rather stay home and do some plumbing. 
Oh, <laughs> I can understand that. And the name the name has changed on that particular event. It was out and about with trout. Now it's the out and about freeze out with trout. So there you go. Freeze out. Excellent. And by the way, Don, uh, Tony, in case y'all didn't realize, Bob Clouser is the Eric Clapton of fly time. Really? Clouser is God. Yep. Uh, and the, the only it's a trick question if you who who's who catches more smallmouth God or Bob Clouser? It's a trick question. <laughs> Actually, funny. I, I read where Lefty Cray had caught over eighty six uh, game fish species on the um, Clouser minnow. Mm-hmm. Wow, variations of it. Wow, that, that is true. So anyway. Hey, thank you, gentlemen. Hey, Good. If, if Lefty uses Clouser's minnow, then there's no doubt that it's important. Absolutely. Right on. Okay, gentlemen, right, good man. to uh, talk to you. Thanks See for ya. calling. Y'all be careful. I can actually tie this in. Speaking of fly, more <laughs> since we're back on fly tying with fur and feathers, if you need fur, the TWRA, and the fur harvesters are having a free trapper training camp at the Hiawassee Refuge, March 15th, 16th, and 17th. For information, you can call John Daniel at 595-0986. Pre-registration is required, or you can go to the TWRA website and register there and learn how to trap these animals. And when you do, you skin them out, call me. I will take the outside and tie some flies. That is a phenomenal class. It is. They've it done it for several years now, mm-hmm. and uh, you will learn a whole lot. There's not many people better than John mm-hmm. at that. Is he back at it now? He got sick for a while, didn't he? He did. Uh, you're, yeah, he did, but, yeah, he's he is. Uh, matter of fact, he um, he did something for me over at my house in East Brainerd. Uh, we were trying to trap some critter. Don't know what it was, and but he uh, he came and and was was trying to help me take care of that sucker. He sets up a booth at the uh, Grand National Convention in Nashville and and, uh, is very open about trapping and and showing people different things, and he he brings an incredible display up there. You know, there's a a prominent children's dentist in town that paid his way through dental school trapping. Really? Yep, sure is. Uh, Wow. Good friend of mine in, in... You'd never been. You start talking to him, and and I tell you the thing about trapping, and this is something for you. If you really want to know how animals behave, be yes. a trapper. Yes, because uh-huh. uh, it's a heck of a lot different than getting a dog to show you where the birds are sure. or whatever. Sure, learn how to trap. It's pretty cool. All right, we'll be right back. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, 
as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Like a good neighbor is not just a saying. It exactly describes my friend Rodney Allen. For nearly 20 years, my family has relied on Rodney for all of our insurance needs. He's been there when my kids were learning to drive, when my wife had been hit by a few deer, and when I needed life insurance to protect my family, as well as when my grandson was born. As you can see, he's not just our agent. He's part of our life. Rodney Allen, 423-847-3881. Like a good friend, Rodney will be there for your family too. 423-847-3881. Sanders Outdoors. Rob and I are sharing headphone jacks, and so apparently he keeps his a little quieter than I keep mine, so I don't hear me like I'm normally used to. What? <laughs> we have a couple of stories. I want to do the, let's do the one, the Colorado story first. Uh, the Colorado one. Yeah. Let's see here. This is pretty cool. I'm going to find it right now. Guy was running. Out in the woods in Colorado running yep. the trails. And, and he hears something behind him. And it turned out it was a mountain lion. Not and, good. And uh, basically, it jumped on his back. And he's fighting this thing. He's got, you know, it's clawing him and everything. He choked it out. Killed, uh. Choked it. Barehanded, choked, and killed a mountain lion with his bare Hands. Wow. <laughs> Daniel Boone. Uh, wildlife officer searched the trail where the runner said the attack heard and found a dead mi- mountain lion near some possessions that the runner had described. Officers estimated that the animal was less than a year old and it weighed about 80 pounds. But 80 pounds of angry cat. My goodness. Well, I mean, the thing of it is, is they're so strong. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and they, they go for the jugular. They go to incapacitate you. And the fact that he was able to to do that. that, What a story. I mean, think about that. Yeah, he had to get scratched up pretty good, I would think. He did. Oh, gosh. He got bit, actually. Yeah, he did. Uh, But none of his his, uh, injuries were life-threatening. And if I'm not mistaken, he actually hiked on out to wherever his car was and drove himself to the hospital, if I'm not mistaken. He did. Um, So, yeah, I mean, that's. I can't comprehend that. But I mean it it was funny. It I mean it I got the story, you know, Rob and I have a few sources where we get news and stuff for outdoor news and I got it and posted it and man it then it just blew up. Uh everybody was posting it cuz it was so un- unbelievable to sure. this guy fought it off with his bare hands. Nothing wow. else. Now granted it was a smaller cat, but I have four cats at the house and you a you try and get a hold of one of those that does not want to be petted. Right. You're going to end up with you know, you're going to end up bloody. Yeah. And now put another 180 pounds on that or 80 pounds on that cat. It's going to be not going to be good. I can tell you that right now. Ha- having I four animals. I, I can't believe you admitted you had four cats. Say again. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I can't believe you admitted you had four cats on the air. Well, I don't have four cats. My wife has four cats. I'm basically warm-blooded furniture until my wife gets home, and then they all go to her. So you just tend them. I, they come if they feel like it. They might come sit near me. Uh, you know, and that's fine with me. I've got four 
different dubbing machines is what I got at the house. <laughs> I mean, I've got I've got one that's solid black, so I got that dubbing. I got one that's uh, torty, and then we got two calicos. If I can get my hands on them as they run around and torty, torty, tortoise shell. Okay, as opposed, it's a it's dark with dark fur as opposed to a calico, which is light with. I see, but see. I'm a dog guy. Yeah. I am too, but my wife's not. And see, that was that whole credit discussion we were having off air. You got to earn the credit. You got to earn your way to, you know, you mowed a lot of lawns to get to Kansas. Okay. You got to do a lot when you want to stay married too. So yeah, you'll figure that out later. <laughs> what did we finish up the calendar a few minutes ago? We did not. Okay. Uh, we're going to be out at Silverdale this evening. We're going to be out and about freeze out this morning. Uh, the wild turkey uh banquet Cherokee chapter is going to be out at Chester Frost on the 3rd of second Mar- second sorry second. I'm looking 3 2 second of March uh the 15th 16th and 17th of March is free trapper training out at the Hiawassee Refuge the 23rd of March is the SCI Night of the Hunter on the 6th of April is going to be the Chattanooga Ducks Unlimited Great Outdoors Festival out at Covey Creek Farms we're going to have uh, DU in the house in the next few weeks and we're going to talk about that and then on September 5th, Medal of Honor Heritage Center Sporting Clays event out at Dead Zero Shooting Park. You need to start getting your team together for that so you can come out and support the Medal of Honor Heritage Center, set up a clay team, and participate in that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Look forward to having people out there. You'll be hearing a lot more about that later. But uh, it's, it's going to be pretty good. Uh, Chattanooga Crappie Club is going out tomorrow, Saturday or Sunday, February 10th out at Chester Frost. That's a tournament open to the public, and CBA has a tournament on the 23rd. There you go. All right. Anything you want to say in a minute, young man? No, sir. I'm good. No, we're just going to say we're at the dead air for a minute. Well, you got to say so. something. got to say something. <laughs> Tell them it's good to be here. Tell them anything. So what's your favorite kind of hunting? Um... Now, since I've gone out to Kansas pheasant hunting, that's probably now my favorite. Did you know pheasants are not indigenous to the United States? What does that mean? That means that they originally weren't here. They were brought in as a species. They, there were no pheasant in North America. Uh, people brought them over, let them loose, and since they've let them loose over many hundreds of years, they've become an American species. But they're actually not native to America. Ask him where they're from. I never knew that. Ask him where they're from. Where are they from? Asia. Hmm. Long ways. Pretty cool. Which is kind of surprising. You you would think Asia is a hotter climate than you go out into the Dakotas and Kansas when it's minus twenty. I, I it's just tough for me to figure out how they survive. We'll be back in a moment. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. 
If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. I can make a living from walking in the woods. You can Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hanging with you this lovely Saturday morning. The day that Rob picks to take everybody in Chattanooga out fishing. Well, I was working around several other events. so or kite flying. Yeah, we're going to be... Uh, Oh, do some kite fishing over there at uh, Lake Junior. <laughs> you ever seen when they do that for marlin? They like they actually send up a kite and dangle a fish on the surface, and then the marlin come up and it disconnects from the kite. It's actually pretty cool. Really? Yeah, it is. They, I've never heard of that. Yeah, they do that. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be out there this morning at the Trout Out and About Freeze Out, which has been renamed. <laughs> Sponsored by Tony Sanders Outdoors and Trout Unlimited. So come hey, by and see us. I, I've, I signed up for the 80-degree weather. Okay, yeah, we did we did have that in your co- part of your contract. So yeah, you, you, your your presence will be appreciated but not required as we have violated the that pact of the contract. <laughs> oh wow, no, it's gonna be fun. Oh, it'll be a good time. We got drinks for people. Hopefully, some giveaways. May, may have some donuts too. Well, you have people. That's all I want to know. Yeah. Oh, I know. But uh, there's like six people I know that are coming. So besides the guys working, I don't know about that. Now, if y'all <laughs> want to go fish, you know, it's trout season's still open. So. You can come to the out-and-about trout freeze-out. I'd say there'll be several people there. When they stock that place, there's normally a good crew there on Saturdays. And they just stocked it this week, so it's, nice. they're going to be hopefully very hungry. They'll be uh, they'll be wanting to stay in the water to stay warm, though. Yeah, because the water's warmer. I, <laughs> I'm, I just haven't looked. I, I honestly didn't look this week. It was too dark when I came by, and I didn't go back that way. I, don't, I hope the water came down to where it's not as high as it was, but... Above the uh, picnic tables? Yeah. There, we thought there was somebody out there. Tony and I drove out there, and we fished it we one fished. day. Yeah, we fished it one day. And we thought these people were out. When we first pulled up, we thought they were out in a boat or something. They were sitting on a submerged picnic table. Wow. It was it was rather high. So so how how do you fish? Do you have to fish different when the water's up that high? Uh, on that lake, not really. Just go deep. And, you know, Tony got a what was it seven eight pound bass something like that i was, saw that it was huge it was huge it was huge i saw that and uh wasn't the species we're after but hey it worked yeah go on go deep and uh the fish will be it should so be. do they just stock that in the winter every so often they stock it twice a year usually uh right around january 1st and then around february 1st and then that's it it closes in april Okay. And then they would come back and restock in uh, January the following year. And then how long will those fish survive in that? Probably end of April, 
they're probably dead by May first, okay. middle of May. If if we get normal weather, if you get eighty degree days in March, they'll be dead before then. Now, don't they do the same thing up on uh, Thrasher Pike? Yes, on but but North Chick has some cold water springs. I see, and those trout can actually get in those cold water springs and theoretically survive. Most of them don't, but right. theoretically they can survive. Yeah, this is part of TWRA's uh, urban trout stocking program. Yes. Trying to get more youth involved and things like that. And they've done um, um, some youth events there mm-hmm. as well. Uh, you know, and they, they stock often with um, catfish. Okay. Uh, but what they do at Lake Junior is is they a lot of times they'll take some of our brood fish. There's actually some some bigger fish in there too, which always makes it kind of exciting sure. when somebody hooks one of those. Oh, it is because you want to rotate the the stock per se of the fish, so you want to get new genetics in, so you get you know three, two, three. I don't know what it is, but let's say two or three generations out of one fish, so you let it go, and then you bring in some other fish and you get new genetics in the event that you've got a problem with the genetics. They do that up uh, at uh, Teleco a lot. They some of their brood stock are twenty three, twenty four inch fish. I mean, wow. two feet worth of trout. So <laughs> it's really great. And uh, I'm looking forward to being out there today. Hopefully, the wind will die down long enough to. For it'll me. warm up a little bit. Oh, it'll warm up. I'm worried about adhering some marabou, which does not work <laughs> well in the wind. <laughs> You've ever seen if you've ever seen a lady outdoors with her, you know, marabou boa on, it's it's real wispy. I understand. <laughs> I'm not sure what a marabou boa is. <laughs> okay, I can understand you don't, but not you I uh, got a problem with that. You a marabou boa, you know the the feather what they wore in the twenties, right? Right. I'm not that old. Oh, sorry. <laughs> marabou boa. I've learned something else today. Part of that education. Yeah. What else do you want to learn, apparently? <laughs> All right, let's tell everybody why you guys are in here to learn other than Marabou Bowls. <laughs> we uh, have the National uh, Wild Turkey Federation Turkey Chapter Banquet coming up on March 2nd at Chester Frost Park. That's correct. Doors open at 5-ish. Yes, sir. I say ish because there'll be kids there at 4-ish. <laughs> yeah, we we tell everybody five thirty, but you can bank on there'll be twenty or thirty there at four thirty, just waiting to come in. So we don't we don't keep the door shut. We let them come on. And uh, if you're a youth, and how's how's a Jake defined? Is it uh, fifteen under, sixteen under? What it's, is it? it's actually seventeen. We have Jakes, which are under. Um, I think it's eleven, and then eleven to seventeen is what we call an extreme Jake. Okay. Um, but if you are a Jake at all, you get in free. It doesn't cost a dime. And uh, that's because uh, there's several local businesses that fund that. That's correct. There's probably is- uh, about eight. And those guys decided they've been doing it for nine years now. They decided that they um, they just wanted to give back a little bit. So we'll collect some money each year, and, and it'll pay every kid's way in the door. Uh, so we've been doing it. This will be our ninth year. Uh, so every kid that walks in, they get a free membership and a free meal. And then the Sportsman's Warehouse guys uh, have been uh, more than gracious. And every kid walks out with a door prize. And it's not no little trinket. You know, it's a compass. It's a 
sleeping bag, a fishing pole, a turkey call. You know, it, it's great stuff, and, and I can't thank Carl and them enough. How could we? How could we do this without sportsmen? I don't know, I know how you do it. I get it. I understand that they're. A it's got nothing to do with them being a sponsor here. I'm just telling you what they've done for our chapter. Um, they they are the look here. I and I don't mean to say anything negative, but you can go to any other sporting goods store in the area, and you won't get near the support that you get from the guys at Sportsman's. Oh gosh, no. Not even close. Um, and you know, in uh, we'll 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 brag because this is kind of cool. Don was part of the group that um, we uh, when when Tyler's son was born, uh, there were five of conservation groups got together and uh, or the heads of the conservation groups and and bought him a uh, a lifetime license and a um, Henry rifle and for his son. Yes, and uh, that was—I have to admit—that was way cool. That was good stuff. Uh, that was—that uh, was just so much fun, and uh, to sit there and watch him be speechless. <laughs> it's something he'll remember the rest of his life. Yeah, and you know? and uh, I don't, Don. You didn't get to see. You weren't. You weren't able to be there. Uh, the actual card or the the certificate that that Ross will get when that's actually sent to him says, "Due to your dad's." efforts in yes. conservation yes and that that's something that tyler will be able to explain to him you know 15 years from now what it means to give back yeah and, and it'll only be when he gets older that he fully understands you know what his dad's done uh we were actually in kansas i was in we were in kansas with mason he for christmas he didn't want a gift he wanted a hunt and uh we were there and i hate that i couldn't be there but I'm certainly um, confident Tyler understands why we were there, oh, yeah. and he'd have done the same thing. Absolutely. So, so now, just uh, I do have a, cur- a curiosity question for you, Mason. How did you get away from school that long? It was Christmas break, and um, we were flying back, and it was on a Monday, so I only got to miss one day of school. So we kind of got lucky there. No, oh. I think I'd have tried to miss anyway. Well, the great thing is, the great thing is, his teachers are very supportive. In fact, last year he can tell you uh, we shot a turkey before school, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember that we were actually able to get up, shoot the bird. He called his Wawa, asked her if she'd make breakfast, so she did bacon and eggs and everything else he wanted. He ate and got to school on time. And when he got there, his teacher allowed him to tell the class about the hunt. That's pretty cool. It was very cool. And, you know, well, and the thing of it is, your hunt in Kansas, very scientific. You're talking about snow, environment, uh, conservation, animals. Uh, I mean, you could talk about the dogs. I mean, think of all the science that went into your hunting, not counting the science of, of a firearm, how they work, and all that stuff. So, I mean, it's, it, it, and that's the thing. And I think one of the advantages that homeschoolers have is they can turn anything into a school lesson. Absolutely. Outdoors. So, that's pretty cool. A lesson in environmental science, ballistics, physics. You, yeah, you could run with that easily. Mm-hmm. Easily. But, yeah, when you start talking about the, um, uh, you know, just, he just learned, just now learned, 
that the pheasant he killed was a descendant of a Chinese bird that was brought over here in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. You know. And we're trying to learn how to spell something boa. Mara, Mara. Marabou. Marabou. Marabou boa. Marabou yeah. boa. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not going to let that one go, are we? No, probably not. <laughs> well, I'm just saying all birds have marabou. So if you actually study their feathers, uh, the feathers on turkeys have marabou. And that's where we get a lot of the marabou that we tie with. It's those real fluffy, f- downy feathers. We use those. We use the tail feathers. So it could be a biology lesson. In one, it could be an anatomy lesson if you take it apart. So I'm, run with it, doc. All right, you could take it apart. So you're learning anatomy. You're learning uh, about uh, physics, how the bird moves and walks, and then you learn all the feathers, like the church window feathers near the chest and the the iridescence of the feathers which means the coloration, the kind of sheeny kind of, you know, when you turn a feather one way, it looks one way, and you turn a little bit and it gets that kind of glow on it. You can learn about iridescence. Camouflage, environmental science. I, th- I think turkey hunting should now be, I see, you've changed me. Turkey hunting should now be an actual course at, yeah, absolutely. at in schools. Yes, at least at Chattanooga State. Oh, heck yeah. Or UTC, either one. Yeah. I agree with that. Heck, elementary school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If we can start and that at Big Ridge. Conservation, so there, there you go. go. There you oh, go. Man. All right, we're going to go pay a bill. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors, definitely getting into the educational side. Give us a call, 423-267-1023. I'm on a first-name basis at the tackle shop. I got a charge account running up nonstop. They ought to give me my... Like a good neighbor is not just a saying. It exactly describes my friend, Rodney Allen. For nearly 20 years, my family has relied on Rodney for all of our insurance needs. He's been there when my kids were learning to drive, when my wife had been hit by a few deer, and when I needed life insurance to protect my family, as well as when my grandson was born. As you can see, he's not just our agent. He's part of our life. Rodney Allen, 423-847-3881. Like a good friend, Rodney will be there for your family, too. 423-847-3881. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Beatty's. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the palette. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Beatty's for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer. 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. 
County Centers Outdoors. I, I was going to give I was going to give one caution on uh, uh, compass auction. Mm-hmm. It's an auction. Yes, and you can end up buying stuff maybe in excess of value because you get into the auction, or you have fat thumbs. Yeah. Well, we're not talking about the three million dollar bid I almost put in on my house. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was trying to bid three hundred thousand, and I. And Rob's luckily there, and of course, like an idiot, I'm not wearing my glasses all the time, and and I do. I, I hit three million, and and I'm like, that doesn't look right. And he goes, that's not right. That'd have been a bad day. <laughs> yes, he would have won the auction. He would have been happy. He would have had a property, three three million dollar house. Wow. <laughs> well, exactly. Uh, yeah, I would have been in the top end of the market for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We don't want to. We don't want to do that again. So, <laughs> but it is. It is. Uh, I've you know I've I've gotten a lot of things. You got all kinds of tools and a I've, I've, couple of guns and yeah, bought some guns. Uh, they do consignment. So if you're you've mentioned you want to get rid of some guns yep, too. Yeah, so. I am. Uh, I'm seriously considering um, running through some through the auction. So so check it out. <laughs> but anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, three yep. three dollars for a house would not have been good. Eh, all depends. I don't know on what. That's just a bad day. Yeah. Yeah, three million dollars would not have been good. Sorry. <laughs> it's not. No. <laughs> mainly, mainly when, mainly when they came and and asked me to to settle up. Yeah, that would have been a problem. <laughs> Wait, what? Three what? Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so where were we at? All right. Banquet's coming up on the 2nd, and if you want to be part of that, you need to go to Turkey Events. Is that what? NWTF Events, and it'll take you to Cherokee Chapter. You can buy your tickets online. Uh, You can call me direct at 595-4168, or truthfully, you can just get your ticket at the door. Uh, I would hesitate on that only because, you know, if we fill up, you know, it may be a little bit of a stretch, but... We haven't turned anybody away yet, but we've had people in the past several years that have had to stand. So uh, it'll be a good time no matter how you get there. And, you know, again, I can't emphasize enough the help that we get from some of the local businesses to get these kids in free. Uh, It's something that the guys in the chapter bought into years ago, and and they do a great job of trying to uh, get the word out. And um, uh, we've had some pretty cool things happen there where, Kids may have gotten a little tired and went home, and we wound up calling them to tell them that they want a gun. All right, we, we got. Wait, let's go back to that story. Yeah, because uh, this is a really cool story. It is. It is. Uh, and you, I'm just going to let you tell. It. You do a much better job than I do. Well, so uh, if, if y'all remember, we did this show uh, several years ago, um, and a guy actually called in and was wanting to bring his boy. And we told him, in fact, I think it was you, Tony, you told him you'll comp him a ticket. If he'll come, that you'd pay for his ticket. And sure enough, he came. And he was one of them 430 guys. You know, the doors opened at 530. Him and that boy were there at 430, and they were just walking in. And, and uh, you know, the boy saw stuff that he's never seen before, and he was bouncing off the walls. And they stayed until that little boy literally fell asleep in a chair. And his dad put him on his shoulder and carried him out. And uh, it wasn't but about 30, 45 minutes later, we were drawing, and that kid won a gun. He never owned a gun. That was his first gun. 
So we called him, and uh, that guy came back. Uh, they didn't want to wait till the next day. They came back, and uh, the boy still had his pajamas on where he got him out of the bed, and it was it was just a great thing. And I hope that they're still around and hope that they'll come back. But it was, um, again, it goes back to what we've been saying all along. You put back more than you take, and a lot of times that not that's not just habitat, but that's investing into these kids as well. Oh, absolutely, and uh, that was a pretty cool story, and uh, I was glad to see him win. Yes. I remember my first banquet there. I was so excited because Tony had told me there were possible hunts yes. to buy, and I was really looking forward to bidding on a hunt because I really wanted to get a, an, a, a hunt in and get you know try and take a turkey. The two reasons I was nervous is, one, I was nervous about the bidding. I was a little nervous about the auction. And the other reason I was nervous is, uh, Tony didn't bother to tell me this, but I wore a nice you know, pair of slacks and a white shirt. <laughs> and uh, we had barbecue. Right. And I was more concerned about, you know, a white shirt and barbecue sauce. Because sure. it was great barbecue, and I wasn't about to miss it. But I, yeah, I was, yeah, you have barbecue every year, which is awesome. It is awesome, and it's, it's great food, but not white shirt. Well, let me tell you, we're changing up this year. For the, oh, no. Yes, we are. Oh. For the first time in, um, Lord, I, I guess 15 years, we're going to have barbecue, but we're not having pulled. We're actually going to have ribs and chicken. Ooh. So, um, you know, you need to make sure we'll have plenty of napkins, but you might want to bring a couple wipes and things like that. But we're, we're I'm gonna, upgrading. I'm going to bring my apron. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm wearing a camo shirt. I can tell you that right might, now. Might need to bring something like that. So it'll be a great time. Rib, I mean, um, Rib and Loin has been great with us and for us. And we just decided to try a little bit different uh, just to kind of keep people on their toes. And they stepped up, and uh, they're going to they're gonna provide a great product. That's going to be an awesome dinner. And let me tell you, you talk about those hunts. Um, I, don't, I don't know how many people we've taken over the years, but there's a guy in our chapter, him and his boys, uh, David Elliott, they offer a rabbit hunt. And that's who we're going with today. And if somebody's never been uh, in the outdoors a lot, you want to go hunting or you want to introduce a kid to hunting with a dog, whether it be rabbit hunting, bird hunting, because the deal is, if you're successful, that's great. But if you're not, you still get the enjoyment of watching those dogs. And it's going to be an awesome thing. Mason's never been. And when those dogs start bellowing out, when they get on that rabbit trail, it's going to be a good time. Whether he hits one or not, it's going to be fun just hearing those dogs. Be sure and put on some long pants. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'll make sure to. He's got them in his bag. Uh, rabbit hunting, I, and and people ask all the time, and I talk, never take a kid deer hunting. Don't let that no. be the first way they're introduced to hunting. Mm-hmm. Squirrel hunting and rabbit hunting are Absolutely. the two best. Absolutely. Uh, I think dove hunting is actually a very difficult way to introduce a kid, but a lot of people do. I was introduced uh, quail hunting. I guess dove hunting first and then quail. Um, but the uh, rabbit hunting is pretty cool. Uh, and squirrel hunting is really fun. It's just active. You yeah. know, you're not just standing around. Um, and the one thing I like about squirrel is it allows me to start introducing them to being quiet. Yes, and still. Yeah. yeah. All right. We got to stay right here. We got to be quiet. We got to listen. Right. And, and you know, they've got just a very short attention span. And you can tell when they're getting fidgety. Okay. Don't hear anything. Let's move on. Right. And and so it's just really a good chance to, to get out yeah, there. You just stay active. So we're we're looking forward to it. And David... 
has been gracious enough to offer this thing for probably five or six years. And um, he's got pictures, and we'll try to show them at the banquet. But there's a lot of people that have had a great time, and, and they've had a lot of success. So we'll have that. We'll probably have a turkey hunt or two, maybe a bird hunt, and then maybe a fishing trip or a camp, camping trip. So there'll be something there, uh, you know, for people to bid on. I'll tell you, squirrel hunting is overlooked. Uh, Chris Green, uh, Carter, and my friend took uh, four boys out last Saturday. Uh, took his son, his two sons, and I think two friends, and, and they all went squirrel hunting. I, I really think that's overlooked. Everybody, you know, dove season. I was thinking about this the other day. Dove season opens up. Everybody hunts dove, and then it's like they hunt dove for three, four days. And then the season's over. That's right. And then everybody focuses on deer hunting. Mm -hmm. And then once deer season's over, well, hunting season's over. No, there's still rabbit. There's still squirrel. There's still a lot of other things out there. But we forget about the small game, I think. Well, a lot of us forget about the small game. All the way to the end of February. Exactly. Oh, yeah. When your license expires, or at least mine does. Yeah, and if you haven't been squirrel hunting, it's not quite as easy as people think. You get up under that tree and you think they're going to be all over you. That's not the case. No, if you want to squirrel hunt, go deer hunting with Rob. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and and just sit there, and you tell him, you deer hunt, I'll squirrel hunt. There you go. You'll you be set. Be covered up. With- you, you ever seen 50 squirrels in one spot? <laughs> I have. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. He is the, he is the squirrel magnet. Magnet. There's no doubt. <laughs> It's all about that marabou boa. Yeah. Yeah. My camo boa. That's right. <laughs> oh, it's, you're not going to live that one down. Well, no, I've actually got, I went out and bought one one time. At a the, camo boa? No, a boa. And I needed <laughs> I needed feathers in this. I went to the, the what is it, Michael's? I tell a lot of people about that one. Well, no, they had one, and I bought it, and I've got a lifetime supply of marabou. <laughs> <laughs> Turn off his mic. We'll be right back. She was determined, so I took it down. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. 
In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Sanders Outdoors. Man, the show's just flown by. I think it's all Mason's fault. It just made it go so quick. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to be out at um, Silverdale Baptist Church tonight for their wild game dinner, uh, as well as most of the conservation groups will be out there for some way former other. But let me tell you what Friends of NRA is going to be doing. Uh, we have you get your choice of three guns. Now, check these guns out. A Kimber, 1911, Second Amendment special. Nice. A Beretta A300, semi-automatic shotgun. Very nice. And a Kimber M84 in 6.5 Creedmoor. Cool. You're going to get your choice of those, all for a $20 donation to our cause. All the tickets will be sold at the event. You have to be present to win. The gun will be drawn. The gun. Somebody will win one of those guns. And again, Sportsman's Warehouse, once again, they're bringing the guns over. They'll take care of it. You'll win the gun. You'll go there. You'll pick it up. It's that simple. They never charge us a dime. Think about think about that, Don. Imagine that. How many guns do you guys have at your event? Twenties? Uh, yeah, we're in the twenties. We, we're in the thirties, typically at my NRA event. All combined, let's say, let's just say that of the five main conservation groups, there are a hundred guns, which is probably more than that. But let's just say there's a hundred. When you think about a transfer fee, the the cheapest transfer fee I know of is twenty five bucks. So not only do they contribute, they give stuff for all the kids, right, right. they give stuff for all of our groups. To, to raise money with. But just that is $2,500 a year just in transfer fees. Every year. And that's not counting. And this is the part that nobody ever thinks about. They're paying for somebody to be at every one of these banquets. Not one person, but usually four to five four people five. That's correct. are at every banquet. They're paying for them to be there. All right. On top of that, because they've got to babysit the guns. Right. So you think about that on top of everything else. And you wonder why there's only one place I shop in Chattanooga. Hey, John, how are you? Hey, Tony. Hey, Rob. How are you guys this morning? I've got something in my car for you, too, by the way. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I do. Oh, okay. Um, Just wanted to call and say I'm enjoying listening to Don and Mason. You can hear uh, the excitement in Mason's voice, you know, when he gets to talk about going out and hunting. And um, it's kind of cool to listen to and, you know, hear, hear people get excited about something they're passionate about. And I wanted to ask Rob a question. If he could recommend a store in town that could sell marabou boas, since he seems to be the foremost expert. I would probably say Michael's or Hobby Lobby. And uh, they do have variegated boas, by the way, which are very, very nice. I would like to go on record saying that. So, um, 
I was telling them off the air, I've got this one boa, and <laughs> at one end, it's like broke. There's nothing left. So it's gone. We're worse. done. <laughs> variegated now. Yeah, it was variegated because it had different colored feathers on it. But the one end is like rope where I pulled feathers off and tied all these flies with it. So. It looks like a it looks like a snake has had like some sort of weird you know body problem to it. So cut his mic off. Good lord, he's, he's the the show is completely gone from an outdoor perspective. We were going to tell Mason to get his teachers to listen. We need to hesitate just a tad. Oh, Not, most definitely, yeah, because we are rated pretty much mostly G. So that educational aspect. There is oh. a dub, occasional double entendre. Okay. You know, Rob, I thought that story I shared with you last night. You know, topped it, but oh, your yeah. uh, your knowledge of of boas um, <laughs> surpasses that one very quickly. Well, to be a hundred percent, I will be to be a hundred percent honest. Uh, a bag of boa fur, or boa fur. Listen to me, boa feathers at the fly tying store. <laughs> it's rather It's rather expensive, but you know, when you're a poor college oh, yeah. student, you you go into Michaels and make stuff do. So when I'm wanting to tie all these great flies, you know, hey. You, if you're poor, you go you go to the you go to the hobby shop. You and do buy, what you got to do. Do what you got to do. I, I, the other thing I bought there. Now here's here comes number two, Tony. You ready? I went and bought you know the foam that y'all cut up in school. You know that foam stuff. Mm-hmm. I needed some foam one day, and they had a box of foam, and I bought you know thin paper foam. I've tied more flies just cutting out the, that foam with boa tails. Thank you very much. So. <laughs> Hey, John, just so you know, um, I'm going to double your invoice this quarter just because I've got to try to salvage my show. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't blame you after listening to this morning. So, well, enjoyed listening. You guys have a great day. Thank you. My phone's blowing up. I'm hesitant just to check and see who's texting me. I thought that was a turkey show. Oh my gosh! Turkey what do you stop! 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 stop. <laughs> Don't mention it again. The rest okay. of the show. Fourteen minutes. Can you make it? <laughs> let's thinking. The, I'm let, thinking. Let's do the story on the mountain lion. Yeah, we have another mountain lion story. This was really fun. An Idaho woman was shocked to discover she was holding onto a male mountain lion when she yanked the creature off the do- off her dog last week. The woman thought it was a dog fight. She ran out there, and her pup, her pet pup, was outside. And turns out it was a young mountain lion. How could she not tell the difference between yeah. a mountain lion? And a I, I Unless it was a big dog. Yeah. I don't know. The woman restrained uh, both her dog and the mountain lion while yelling for her husband, who was still inside the house, to grab a gun. He's the, a smart one. Yeah. He, yeah. The husband responded quickly and dispatched the mountain lion as she held onto it. That's a, that's an Idaho woman for you right there. Yeah. Uh, it's a hunter safety conversation. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. W- yeah, we've got some other issues. But uh, DNR arrived about 30 minutes later, and the 35-pound juvenile mountain lion's uh, body and carcass were sent to a lab for testing. Uh, several dogs in the area had been killed that week in the Ketchum, Idaho area, and they were believed to have been killed by mountain lions. So wow. apparently there's a lot of them coming out of the mountains in the northwest, and they're they're hungry, and they're looking for anything, people, dogs. So if that woman grabbed that cat and held it to her, for her husband to shoot it, that's, that's a hardy woman. That's a hardy woman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, David, how are you? Good morning, good morning. I, 
uh, Tony, this is just between me and you. I know nobody else is listening. But, you know, I, listen, I listen on iHeartRadio, I and is he saying Malibu Barbies? <laughs> the whole dream I'm home not, set. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm getting a good signal over here in Childersburg, Alabama. Oh, my goodness. This is a great show this morning, guys. Uh, welcome you. to your two guests there. And listen, Mason, is that your name, young man? Yes, sir. Listen, you need to put something on your wish list. I've had one for years and years. If you're into bird hunting, put it on your Christmas list. Uh, uh, you want a nice Ruger red label over and under. Oh, yeah. They are the sweetest little shotguns you'll ever see and swing and shoot in your life. So just keep that on your wish list. You got I, that, Doc? I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he, David, he just added it right here on the air. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just hand that to Sorry, my personal Dad. secretary. <laughs> yeah, it, it, oh, I, as soon as as soon as you started talking, he looked directly at his grandfather. That's right. <laughs> uh, listen, I'll let you guys go. Good luck fishing today over at the Lake Junior. There, extinguished. Uh, guest, uh, what do you call him? A judge? Are you going to wear a bow tie for the chili? I might wear a boa. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, guys. Listen, have a great morning. I'll Thanks. talk to you soon. Thank you. See ya. Hey, Roger, how are you? Great. Um, guys, i got to tell you, this Mason is a is a hoot. And uh, I've listened uh, uh, for quite a long time. But uh, this was not only entertaining, it was uh, uh, inspirational. Well, good. 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 We appreciate that. You know, I... Well, Rob is a sick person, okay? And Tony, <laughs> yeah. um, Pretty much. I, this, you know what? You're you're all about uh, hunting and stuff like this, and Rob's all fishing and stuff like this. It's Mason. Um, uh, crack me up. <laughs> well, he well, likes thank to, you for the thank you for the morning. He likes to do it all. We appreciate you calling in. Thank you so Have much, Roger. Day. Appreciate you it. Too. All right, let's go pay our final bill of the morning, and uh, when we come back. We will try to keep Rob from talking about boas anymore. This is not a fashion show. Tony Sanders Outdoors. We'll be right back. It sits above the mantle. On a couple rusting. Spring will soon be here, and you know what that means grilling and barbecues. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop, 648 Hickson Pike. Don has steaks such as T Bone, Porterhouse, Ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roast or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give them a call at 423 842 1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com and be sure to like them on Facebook. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Shut up 
wrapping it up this Saturday morning. It has been a fun show. Just like Roger said, Mason, I think you made the show fun. Thank you. I agree with that. <laughs> and he's humble, too. <laughs> he's going to take over the show. Probably. Mason Probably. Bates Outdoors. He decided this is what he wants to do last year after he came on. Right. It is fun. Now, you, you don't have to just come once a year. I know. You can you can you can wake him up and tell him to come more than once a year, and then that way you can come and have fun with us. Because he does a lot of things besides just turkey. From time to time. All right. So let's. We got just a few minutes here. Wild turkey coming up on March second. Yeah, March second okay. at Chester Frost. Doors open five thirty. Uh, again, you can go to NWTF Events. Uh, get your tickets there. You can call me at 595-4168. You can get them at the door. If uh, you want to have a chance to meet Mason Bates and shake his hand, <laughs> he'll be there. The radio star. Radio star, That's yeah. Right. Radio saying. star. He'll be there and uh, greeting the crowd. And uh, he does a lot helping me there. No kidding. Uh, he's all about it. He loves it. And um, I remember when he came there and was typically in somebody's arms most of the night. On my shoulders. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been coming since he was about two, and um, I appreciate my daughter and son-in-law for allowing him to be a part of it. That was a lifetime ago. Yeah, it was. <laughs> for those of you who didn't tune in the first part of the show, everything was the best of his life, all ten years, years of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> best thing he's ever done. So again, NWTF events. Look for the Cherokee chapter, uh, or you can uh, find it on Facebook. It's it's everywhere. And yeah. uh, it's a great event, uh, and it's an awesome event. Um, kids are free. Kids are free. They get a membership, they get a meal, and they'll get a door prize. And, um, again, I can't thank Sportsman's Warehouse enough. I don't think they get enough credit for what they do. Uh, but we get great gifts to these kids. And uh, if you ever go on our website, Cherokee NWTF, and see some of the pictures, uh, it's more than justified, uh, you know, the impact that we're making with them. Now, I, I just got a Facebook message. Let Rob know. that Now, they tell us that women never listen to our show. Right? Here we go. Let Rob know he can use an online coupon every day on his boas from Michael's <laughs> for Hobby Lobby. There we go. I, fly time materials galore. That is from Alicia Smith Sweeney. Well, thank you, Alicia. You might be getting you another sponsor there. <laughs> hey, Never know. <laughs> oh gosh, I hope not. <laughs> some people wear mossy oak. Some people wear real trees. Some people do marabou boas. It's all good. <laughs> this show has devolved. I will say that. <laughs> this show is going to be submitted for a best of. Oh yeah, yes. excellence in comedy and outdoor education. That's right. <laughs> oh, it has been fun, guys. Thanks so much for coming in. Thanks right. for having no us. No problem. It has thanks been for fun. Us. And uh, again, you can come out. Check us out. We'll be at Silverdale tonight, and uh, hope you guys will come out there. By chance, on uh, the uh, one of three guns, pick your choice, and they're nice guns. Two Kimbers, including a 6.5 Creedmoor and a Beretta A300, which I love. Loaned out, I actually loaned it out to somebody. They were, they were going duff, uh, duck hunting, and they kept saying, man, everybody keeps, and, and you ask somebody, what's your opinion on a gun? Boom. You get a, you get sure. opinions, right? Right. And so he was he was going hunting, and I knew the duck season was kind of eh out there anyway. I said, hey, i tell you what, I'll loan you a gun. And so I loaned him an A300, and then I let him take uh, my over and under. I said, you can take both of these, 
then you can decide what uh, what you like before you go out and buy it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he he shot his lonely duck while he was out there with the A three hundred. Really did like it. So nice, nice gun. Good stuff. It's been fun. Thanks Thank for you. having yes. us. Thank you guys for being here, and uh, we will be back next week. Mm-hmm. Come see us out at Lake Junior, uh, starting about eight thirty. Out and about, frozen with the trout. Is that right? Out and about, freeze out with the trout. You got it. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Thank you. See y'all later. You have been listening to the podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.